Welcome into another episode of the Five Foot Nothing, Hundred Nothing podcast. I'm your host, and I am Five Foot Nothing, a Hundred Nothing. All right, guys and gals, welcome in, welcome back. Notre Dame is two and zero. Oh. We played an FCS school, and we did what we were exactly supposed to do to an FCS school. We won fifty-six to three. I know, I said sixty to seven. I was close, but we did exactly what we were supposed to do. And we're going to get into it. But there's some things we got to cover first. And I hope you like the new intro. We're not in Ireland anymore, but it has it has so been decided. Flogging Molly is now the official band of the Five Foot Nothing podcast. That's what we're doing. That music gets me so jazzed. Yeah, I'm that white. It gets me so jazzed. They're like, oh, just get your blood flowing even at 9.30 on a Tuesday night. I know we don't have our, our boy... Fighting Irish Faithful. He's he's MIA. He's on the the uh, what IR for the nights. Sorry, I'm not as I don't have all the production. I don't have guests or a, a live audience. I don't, I don't have that. So it's just me talking for however long I talk. But uh, I, had to, I had to play some more Flogging Molly, guys. I just I get psyched. I hope you get psyched too. Uh, but before we get to our beloved Irish. Let's talk about some things that have happened in the world of college football. Now, I didn't realize, I had no idea, waiting till Tuesday would give me so much more to talk about outside of Notre Dame football. But, wow, did Sunday and Monday deliver. And I apologize for my voice. Um, I was not feeling well the last few days. And it's actually, this is sounds great. Compared to what it was Saturday night, Sunday night, yesterday was slightly better. This is what you're getting today. Um, okay, so if you were totally going balls to the wall celebrating after Notre Dame beat Tennessee State and started your Labor Day celebrations early and missed all of Sunday and all of Monday, um, LSU lost. Hilarious. We all loved it. That was, that was amazing. I mean, Brian Kelly losing a primetime game, a big game against a top 10 opponent. Say it ain't so. That's what the man does. That's what he does. We told LSU fans for how long, guys? Like, good. 
I yes, he won a lot of games. Sure. But we're not mad he left. We were mad in the way he left. You know, your typical, it's not what you said, it's how you said it. That kind of thing. It's not that he left, it's how he left. But LSU fans are getting a taste of it already. It's like, they're holding their hat on the one one point game they won against Alabama. Neglecting, they got blown out by AM. they got blown out by Tennessee. They lost to Florida State last year, a worse Florida State. They got blown out by Florida State to open this year. Welcome to the Brian Kelly era, LS, fucking you. Lower Southern Utah, living the dream. Yeah, that made me an absolutely joyful person on a Sunday night. As it did most of you listening. I know it did. But not to be outdone. Clemson said, I see you, LSU. And I raise you. A loss to Duke. At least LSU can be like, well, Florida State was a top 10 team. Clemson just, they they had some mistakes. And I, I put it out there on Twitter, and I know a lot of you agree with me. That game, Clemson-Duke, was a very, very similar to Notre Dame South Florida 2011 when Tommy Reese's bouncing balls off the side of TJ Jones's head returned for a touchdown. And I don't remember who the running back was. I, I don't know. I just remember the TJ Jones off the side of his head play. We fumbled just like their running back did going into the end zone. Only Duke didn't return it for a touchdown, but close enough, right? Just had so many shades of what we did. Having said that, Duke, a lot better than the 2011 South Florida team. I can tell you that much. And also, don't know if you know this, guys, but we play Duke this year. We sure do. Um, that's going to be interesting. Because of the timing of it. It's, And we'll discuss it more as it, it comes up. I can't look ahead. we still got North Carolina State this upcoming week. Our first real quote-unquote test we don't know how good North Carolina State is, and I'll bring a preview of that maybe tomorrow, maybe Thursday. I don't know. I'll try to get it in there as soon as I can. <clears throat> as I mentioned, I practice life tonight. Baseball is life. Um, got baseball tomorrow night, batting cages. And then uh, yours truly joined a softball league, and he plays on Thursday nights. In fact, I got my wife and mother-in-law doing a little sweatshop duty. Um, they're making me a, a shirt for my team with a number on it. Love, gotta love the cricket. But uh, maybe I'll post that. It's a tuxedo t-shirt with a number on it. Because <laughs> that's our team. We're, the, we're mean business and we all wear tuxedo t-shirts. But um, super busy schedule on top of regular work. Yes, I do sleep. I swear to God I do. But um, we can't look ahead. It, I usually wait till I get through this. I'm going to say it now. Five minutes in. Watch me for the changes and try to keep up. Let's ride. We can't look ahead. We can't look, oh, we got Duke. That's after we play Ohio State. We got North Carolina State this week, okay, guys? Are they great? No. They didn't look great against UConn. But you know what? Ohio State didn't look great against Indiana. Does that mean Ohio State sucks? No. 
Does that mean North Carolina absolutely sucks? Probably not. They're, it's it's a game we should win, though, right? It's a game we should win. But the way Duke beat Clemson score-wise, <gasps> excuse me, score-wise says, like, oh, shit, Clemson's in trouble. But Clemson did statistically win the game. And statistics are for losers. I know. Trust me. The all that matters is the final was twenty eight to seven. I just I don't get too ahead of ourselves thinking uh, Clemson's no good, or more importantly, don't get ahead of yourselves thinking uh, Duke is all of a sudden, you know, the the best team under the sun. They're, tell you what, it got a lot harder, in my opinion. But that that game was really interesting. To see. We're playing both of those opponents. Crazy game, right? So LSU loses. Clemson loses. Colorado wins? College football is back, baby. Colorado wins. They beat TCU, who might be a little overrated. Let's just throw that out there right now. However, somehow I... No, they did drop out of the rankings. They did drop out of the rankings, as they should. But Colorado jumps in. That was an insane game. Uh... But I feel like Colorado can score with anybody. I think that's going to be their MO. You got to stop somebody at some point in time, right? I mean, that's why I feel different about USC. They give up points to people. Yeah, they score 50 a game. But if you're giving up points to nobodies, what's going to happen when you play a real team? Like the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Yeah, we'll see. But I did pose the question uh, with the gif of Michael Scott losing his mind. Like, ah, I'm going to kill myself. You know, who does that most represent? Is it LSU? Is it Clemson? Is it TCU? I lost to Colorado. Is it Florida? Who thought they had all these high hopes and they lose to Utah? South Carolina lost to North Carolina. And I, North Carolina actually looks good this year. Thank God we're not playing them. I don't have a North Carolina rant. I guess they're pretty decent. I don't know. Ohio State looked like crap against Indiana. They supposedly had a quarterback battle. Uh, that's scary. Because McCord didn't look good. And I think the other guy's Devin Brown. But he didn't really play. So, like, if there was a battle and McCord looked like crap, wouldn't you think, like, hey, we got to get we gotta get the other guy going. Let's see what he can do. They still didn't even try to play that guy. So... I don't know about y'all, but I feel a lot better about the rest of our season than I do today. Than I did before the season started. I said 10-2. and two. I said 10-2, and two, we're going to lose to Ohio State and USC. And if you said, all right, fine, 10-2. and two. But what's more likely, 9-3 or 11-1? and one? Honestly... I would have said nine and three if you had to put put me in that position, right? Eleven and one is way more likely. I would say eleven and one is more likely than ten and two right now. Just and I I know I know we only played Navy and Tennessee State. Fully aware, I get it, but the we've looked so smooth and so good. 
other teams that played shit teams too. But they didn't look like that. They didn't look like we did. And we're only going to get better and more fluid, right? Like that's that's how it works. You know, I, I always hated that. Well, they lost to so-and-so or they played like shit in week two. Well, are they not allowed to get better? But we're already clicking. We're already doing it. We're already firing all cylinders, it looks like. So we're only going to improve. So we've got North Carolina State, then Central Michigan, then Ohio State right in your face. Right? I didn't miss a game. Did I skip anybody? Isn't that, isn't that how the schedule goes? Got to look it up. Yeah. North Carolina State, Central Michigan, Ohio State in your face. Which I'm not going to see the game. But that could be a good thing, guys. Don't worry. And I'm going to let Ballyhoo know that I'm missing the Notre Dame-Ohio State game for those guys. So instead of me buying them a shot at Jameson, they should be buying me a shot. We'll see about that. But um, I just, what a wild, wild first weekend of college football. Oh, by the way, Oregon won 81-7. I throw that in there because that was bananas. Uh, that's that's crazy. 81-7. to seven. And what's even crazier is they only scored 14 points in the fourth quarter. Like, they pretty much stopped playing, but the score was 50-7 to seven at the half. Just crazy, 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 crazy. But enough about everybody else. Let's talk about your Notre Dame Fighting Irish, who beat the Tennessee State Tigers 56-3, to where we outgained Tennessee State. 557 to 158. Like, think about it. We outgained it by 400 yards. Four football fields. Like, three and a half times, whatever their number is, right? If I'm doing the math right here. About that. Almost four times the amount of yards. It's crazy. 13 different receivers caught a football, guys. Ten of which were thrown by Sam Hartman. That's that's why there's no wide receiver one. There's wide receiver whoever the hell is open is wide receiver number one. Love it. Love it. Eight different players scored a touchdown, including Clarence Lewis on the pick six. And you can even make it nine. And Jelly technically didn't cross the goal line, but he did throw two touchdown passes. So, like, so much going on. This is what it was supposed to look like against Tennessee State. All right? That's what the final was supposed to look like. Okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. That's what the final was supposed to look like. That's what the final statistics were supposed to look like. Just domination across the board. However, however, it did not start out like that. I I had questions. I was I was making too many notes in the first quarter for a game against Tennessee State. Like 
Seven to three after the first quarter? Like, what? Were we, was it an Ireland hangover? Did we have too many Irish car bombs? Like, what happened? We just missed tackles. Couldn't stop them on third down. Offensively, we had too many third downs. Like, against a team like that, third down should not come up that frequently. You should just be first down, second down, first down. First down, second down, first down. Like, you should be getting enough yardage on the first and second down for it not to come up to a third down, at least as often as it was happening. But we were converting, so whatever. And then, you know, we get our first shot of Jeremiah Love being a badass. He runs for 30-some yards for a touchdown. That was beautiful. And that's that's something that's going to keep coming up all year. You've got Love. You've got, uh, obviously you have Estime. Obviously, that's a given. But behind him, you got Love and Payne and Price. Uh, what do they all have in common? Uh, they all scored on Saturday. Like, our backfield is good. And then we had Devin Ford. Who fumbled a kickoff after getting absolutely blasted in the side of the fucking head? Targeting? No, sir. Nope. Not even a little bit. That was the most targeting of targeting. That was. That's why they moved the kickoff to where they moved the kickoff to increase the possibility of more touchbacks, therefore decreasing the amount of full-on, full-sprint blast to the fucking head that the players would take to decrease the opportunities of them getting fucking CTE and all these head injuries and serious injury and all this other bullshit. Then you get an exact fucking targeting that leads to the guy laying there. He fumbled because he lost all the feeling in his freaking body. Did they call anything? Of course not. Why would they? It's Notre Dame. Why would they? But guess what? Karma's a bitch. And you're gonna you're gonna not call anything. You're gonna give Tennessee State the ball? Fine. Go ahead. Block kick. Thank you very much. We'll take the ball. And now we're now we're gonna go down the field and score another touchdown. Cause you're not gonna call targeting. Don't get it. Don't understand it. It's it got me heated. It, we're not to that part yet. That's that's part one of how is that not targeting? But the ensuing touchdown was the one where Hartman scored a flipping touchdown. Emphasis on flip. But dude landed on his head. That didn't look good. Let's be honest. That didn't look good. We're it's kind of nervous. Like, live, you're like, oh, what is, that was smooth, that was cool. And you see the replay, you're like, oh, bro, you landed, no. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that to us. Like, can't have that. Can't have that. Um, but that that's how we started the second quarter. Because the first quarter, a lot of sketchiness. From the second quarter on, all Notre Dame, all the time, good luck, we're Notre Dame, you're Tennessee State. How you doing today? We force pressure. They float a ball. Henderson makes an awesome interception. Straight down the field. Hartman hits Tyree. Touchdown. Boom. We get an immediate three and out. Then, I don't know what Tennessee State thought they were trying to do. 
You can't tackle Estime with an arm tackle. Like, that's... That's not a thing. Like, that can't happen. They just can't. They're like, what are we doing? Then, uh... We had a... What was the score at this point? I'm trying to remember what the score was at this point. I think it was still... Well, they got a field goal. I skipped over that part. Our defense was so suspect, we gave them a field goal. Then, obviously, we blocked the field goal. and All was right in the world. Yay! But... We go up... We're up 28-3. to And I remember... Saying to my wife... I said, right before Tennessee State had a fourth and one, I said, we got to stop them and go up 35 to three of the half. Then they convert the fourth and one. And you're like, God damn it. All right, well, maybe not 35 to three, but let's figure out a way to hold them. Let's do something special. Then we blast their quarterback in a very football way. He fumbles, they recover it, lucky. But then it gets reviewed for targeting. Who who got targeted? Like, let me see the replay. Okay, well, it wasn't the quarterback, clearly. Because that was the shoulder. And they were targeting. And they uphold the targeting. And as you saw, I put it on Twitter. I put it in my notes. Targeting? Fuck you. Fuck you. The refs can fuck all the way off. You're not going to call targeting when Devin Ford gets absolutely annihilated. Helmet to helmet, side of the head, fucking temple shot. Fumbles, looks dead on the field for a minute. But a little shoulder that somehow maybe, maybe glanced off the helmet slightly. We're calling that targeting? Are you insane? What's wrong with you? Like, they're like two plays later. False start, obvious as all shit. The entire defensive line and a DB for Notre Dame is pointing. Hey, hey, hey. Then they throw a flag. They don't even throw a flag. Like, we had our whole defense had to point out the false start. So, the refs can go to hell. All the way. All the way to hell. Fuck you. But guess what? More karma. Karma is not just, karma's a motherfucker. Tell you what, Carmen's a motherfucker. You want to call targeting and t- toss Antonio Carter out? Fuck you. Miss field goal. Thank you, Shankopotamus. Nice kick. That's why you're playing at a fucking FCS school. Nice kick, asshole. God damn it, love karma. That that sequence just pissed me off. But you know what didn't piss me off? <laughs> we had, what, 50 seconds and no timeouts? Or no, we didn't use any timeouts. Sam Hartman, straight down the field. Thank you very much. A little bit of Mitchell Evans. We do have tight ends, by the way, guys. We do have tight ends. Because it's Mitchell Evans, Mitchell Evans, Mitchell Evans. Holden Stays, touchdown. 35-3 and a half. Thank you very much. Fuck you, Tennessee State. I said that to my television. It was fantastic. So I'm 35-3 and a half. And uh, that was that. Right out of the half, boom, force punt, and then we got 
No more Sam Hartman. He's doing who knows what in the sidelines, if you saw that video. I'll just leave it at who knows what. He was doing some shit, whatever. He was wearing a red jersey. He's out of the game. He was happy. So then we had peanut butter and jelly time. Peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly with a football throw. Peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly. And how long? How long have we been waiting for Notre Dame to win a game they're supposed to win in such a dominating fashion that the backup quarterback gets to play and, like, really play? Not just, like, all right, can you hand it off four times and just end the game? Like, legitimately fucking play. Like, legitimately play. When was the last time? I... I can't remember. Excuse me. Beer, beer, man. Get you. Like, dude threw 11 passes and two touchdowns. 8 of 11, 132 TDs. That was the backup. Also, the backup to the backup. Third string, Kenny Minchie went two for two as well. So, like, we dominated to the point of we actually got our backups playing. That's amazing. You got your starting running back over 100 yards and a touchdown. Like, just all of it. It was what it was supposed to look like, guys. And then you get not just Angeli playing, but again, 8 of 11 for two touchdowns. Both touchdowns were to uh, the running backs. One to Price, one to Payne. But the one to Price was... That was a thing of beauty because the price is right. But what made the price right is Angeli didn't go over. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, you know what it was? Tennessee State said, you know what, Bob, uh, or Drew, these days, Drew, we'll go we'll go half a million on that one. Angeli said, uh, $1, please, Drew. Angeli didn't go over. But what he did do is he was an elusive little creature on that play. I thought that was going to be a sack. I was like, oh, geez, here we go. He escapes, finds Price, and the price is right. Come on down. And in this game, you were the next contestant on score a touchdown against Tennessee State. Because we did that shit eight times. <laughs> but that that was awesome to see. It was awesome to see. He's playing and making plays and Yes. Yes. Like, that's what we need to be seeing from our team against a team like this. And then Clarence Lewis caps off the third quarter with a beautiful pick six. Like, awesome. Pressure, terrible pass, catch it, score a touchdown. Great for him. Because that's not even Cam Hart or Benjamin Morrison. Like, that's what, our third fourth string quarterback it's amazing 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 effort like so many things look good 
And then Angeli found pain. Major pain. I should have a clip of Major Pain. It's a great movie. I haven't seen it for you young kids. Go check it out. Damon Wayne's Major Pain. Hilariously awesome movie. Um, but he finds Payne, who was wide open. Payne looks good running with the football. It's just all good things. I mean, uh, Thomas was our leading receiver, followed by Evans. Great House caught another two passes. Flores caught two passes. Uh, Tyree had the one, but it was a huge one. Tobias Merriweather caught two passes, only for five yards, but he's getting in the game, like, spreading the ball around. That's what good teams do. That's what great teams do. We don't need Michael Mayer. It'd be beautiful to have him, though. Jesus. Imagine if he was still on the team. But you just involve everybody, and great things happen. Like, like seriously, we, it's a perfect opportunity to bring it up. Perfect segue. You have to make these types of games count and count so much. And it was a Saturday and we made it count. Saturdayscount.com. Go there, get your t-shirt and get one free. Only so many Saturdays make them count. Best catchphrase in college football. There are only there are only so many Saturdays. You gotta make them count. Go there, get your shirt. Put in the code ND five to get that free one. Buy one, get one free. ND five. Go there. Saturdayscount.com. And uh, we got another Saturday coming up, boys. It's an early start. It's eleven a well eleven a in my time, which makes it. 12 o'clock for a lot of you, but 9 a.m. for our boy Jimmy out in Oregon. But, you know Jimmy. He he is not going to let us down. He is going to be drinking at 9 a.m. Well, that's not even true. At 8.30, because you know we do it 30 minutes before kickoff. That's when the, the, the drink goes down, down to my belly. But that this past game was glorious. We... We saw all the things we wanted to see. Like, there's not a lot to go over. This is beautiful. Because, nope, I don't have the trash can next to me today. Uh, Last year at this time, I think y'all know what happened. Last year, the Tennessee State game was the Marshall game. And I was sitting... Right where I'm at in my studio, a.k.a. corner of the bedroom with a desk in front of me. <laughs> and banging on a trash can because we look like trash. We look like garbage. And what a difference a year and a quarterback makes. <laughs> like, let's, let's call it what it is, guys. The quarterback. Sam Hartman looks so freaking good. Looks so good. He's mobile. He can feel the pocket. He senses the pressure. Moves. He's elusive. And there was one point where I, I think he got sacked. And it was like he had a lot of time. And I, this is the first time. First time in a long time that I'm blaming the receivers. Because I feel like with Ian Book and sometimes Jack Cohn and 
Buckner and Pine. It's like, bro, the receivers are open. You have all this time. You can't find anybody. Well, I've seen enough from Hartman to know already. If he had, if there was a lot of time and he didn't find anybody, that's on the receivers. I'm, I'm blaming the receivers. But what a year at quarterback in it. Yes. And Freeman gets it and just fucking fantastic, dude. Like, it's, it's just a beautiful thing to see. We're finally clicking. We can't slow down now. And we got North Carolina State coming up. But I can hear it. I can feel it. My voice is already, I guess because I didn't talk enough today. I don't know. I had a lunch, a breakfast and a lunch for my day job. I talked plenty to a lot of people, but the uh, the 10 o'clock hour is telling my voice to shut up and go to bed. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and do that. Because I there's there's not much more I can say about this game, guys. Like the first quarter, I I wasn't feeling awesome, and then it just <laughs> went to the moon very rapidly. I mean, we scored seven touchdowns in three quarters. It really. It, was it just one of the fourth? Like seven seven touchdowns in three quarters. Or yeah. Seven touchdowns in three quarters. That's what we did. One of them one of them was in the fourth. So six touchdowns in two quarters. I'll take it. Every day of the week. So we'll come back and uh hope we do it again this Saturday against North Carolina State. Uh, uh at North Carolina State. That's that's the one interesting piece is we're playing our first road game. So, and what just a quick glimpse. We're, uh, it's at North Carolina State, 11 a.m. Notre Dame's a seven and a half point favorite. I, I don't get the early season lines. I really don't. I just... I don't know. Like what? What tells you that Notre Dame's gonna win by just well eight points? I guess to cover. I don't get it. But we'll see. But I'll, I'll come back with a a better voice and a and a preview. Ideally, like that would that would be good, wouldn't it? I'm sure you all, you all would appreciate a uh, a less raspy version of five foot nothing. I'm sure of it. But uh, while I wrap this up, we're, we're, we're going to play more Flog and Molly for everybody. Because who doesn't want Irish punk music? Just, But I hope you all had a great, uh, I don't say Memorial Day, great Labor Day. Hope you grilled some steaks like I did. Hung out with friends. 
had a great time. Just enjoyed the holiday. Enjoyed Notre Dame winning 56-3. Enjoyed LSU getting their ass handed to them. A Clemson loss. All those things. Hope you enjoyed it. And uh, you guys know where to find me. Add 5 for nothing pod on Twitter. Email me, 5 for nothing pod at gmail.com. Go to SaturdaysCount.com, ND5. And uh, until next time.